Hey guys, welcome to 2024. Hey, what I wanted to do today, before we get started on, you know, 2024 season, before we get into a bunch of episodes, what I wanted to do today was I wanted to run a morning stand-up. What's a morning stand-up? Morning stand-up is something that I've been doing for years now. Whatever organization I've been a part of, whatever group of people I've been around, uh, it, whether it be subconsciously or you just do it, you do it right out overtly and you tell them what you're going to do. You coach people through how you're going to do a morning stand-up. A morning stand-up is a chance to uh, gain some clarity. So I woke up this morning and I said to myself, like, what, what do I got to get done today? And what I said I got to get done today is I got to gain clarity. I got to gain clarity on 2024. I got to know what I'm going to do over the course of these months, these quarters. And if you know what those goals are and those things you got to do, you can then uh, prioritize these things. You can start to say, okay, these are my goals for this month. These are the things I got to get done. These are the steps along the way in order to make progress into this week, into this month, and then ultimately into today, today's daily routine. And so I'm going to call on uh, Trivius Caldwell. Why? Because he understands what a morning stand-up is. He knows what the way these things run. He inspires thought in my mind, and, and he gives me some ideas on things that I, that I wasn't thinking about. Why do you need to share these things? You need to share them with other people because they're going to bring things to that conversation that you didn't think about, and that's why we do it. So a morning stand-up. A morning stand-up is about five things. It's five things. You, you spend about two to three minutes per person doing it. What's the one thing you got to get done today? You go around the room. What's the one thing I got to get done today? Number two, what, what's the rest of the day look like? Here's what it is. Here's the schedule. Here's the meetings that we got. Here's the people. Here's the phone calls that I got to do. Sometimes you go into weekly. Sometimes you can go into monthly. Number three, what's the rest of the week look like? What meetings, what key things you got this week? What products you got to get done? Um, what decisions need to be made uh, really quickly for that week? Number four, what's the big decision that you're working towards? What's looming on the back of your mind? What's out there? Uh, what's that big decision? Why do you need that big decision? That big decision, because now you can go out and start gaining information. You can go seek people. You, you can have conversations. When you hear things, you can be like, that's getting me towards that big decision. That's getting back to the big decision that Christie's got to make. Somebody in your family, when you have these conversations, you know what number four is. And then last, get it off your chest. There's something that's bugging you. That Don't let those things bug you when you go home at night, when you get up in the morning. You know, talk it out with somebody. Talk it out with your team. Talk it out with people. What's the big thing you got to get off your chest? And then share it. And then off you go with the day. When you go off in the day and you've done that morning stand-up with you, with your team, with your crew, with the people around you, you go off on that day with purpose. You go off on that day with intention. You know what the schedule is supposed to look like. You know what you're seeking. So then if you find opportunity, if you see it, you know where it fits in. It fits in for one, somebody on your team, somebody on your team, somebody that you're surrounded with. Mention that in the morning. That matches up with something that he's working on. That matches up with something that she's working on get it off your chest. I hope you enjoy this conversation between me and Trivis. It should be fast. It should be furious. And then it'll get us off to a good start for 2024. Let's go 2024. Hey folks, welcome to Teach Me to Fish. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with us today. Our purpose is to help leaders better understand what drives people to serve in any organization, 
The core of its recruiting and retaining talent revolves around leadership. And not just average leadership, but motivated, values-based, inspirational leadership. Our pursuit here is to get a little bit better every day. Progress equals small victories and stacking habits. Habits like getting up early, working your butt off, learning something new, being positive, and surrounding yourself with phenomenal people. I'm thankful for you taking some time to think about the kind of people and experiences in your life that inspire you to be the best version of yourself. Maybe you're out on a walk, on a run, or commuting to work. Whatever you're doing today, thanks for investing some time for yourself and sharing your thoughts on today's conversation with someone you care about. I hope today's conversation sparks some ideas on what you can do to inspire people too. So, so what's the one thing you got it? What's the one thing you had to get done today? I had to drive. <laughs> I got to drive down to Tuskegee to have a safe trip. I'm in the middle of it now. The, the benefits of that for me is I get to see my mom. I get to see my brother today. Uh, I don't get to see them too often. So uh, that's good. And I get six hours on the road to just think and let myself think. My one thing today was to gain clarity uh, on this week. Gain clarity on January, gain clarity going into uh, to 2024. Yeah. So the second part of, of the morning stand-up is what what about today? What do you got to get done the, the rest of the day, the rest of the week, you know? Or what are the things that you do every day that kind of get you through uh, that you know you need to do every day? Number one, I got to get up and, and journal. Like I got to get it right. But this is right next to me in the passenger seat. You know what this is. Oh, yeah. Self journal. Myself, yeah. So I got to get up and I got to do that. I got to think about the three things I want to get done during the day. I got to think about the things I'm grateful for. I got to think about what that looks like with respect to time. The second thing I got to do is ha- have some quiet time to just let my mind go. And I'm learning this, um, whether that's headspace through meditation or just spending time in silence to let my mind go wherever it wants to go. And, and, you know, for the rest of the week, like I got to talk tomorrow. I have two talks tomorrow. Um, I have to teach a military history class post-1881 to some juniors at at Tuskegee, which is really exciting. And then I have to do a a leadership LPD with the ROTC cadets. And then Saturday, Sunday is family, all family. That's sort of my week. It's busy. um, But again, I'm teaching, I'm coaching, I'm mentoring, spending time with family. And for me, the thing I got to do every day is I is my morning routine. But when I get up, I got to get up early. I have to have gotten a good night's sleep. I, I woke up on the Daily Stoic. I try to get my mind in the right place. The John Maxwell Daily Reader. 
that kind of gets my mind going in the right direction. I try to learn something uh, real quick. Once I get that spark, I stop reading. That spark is what what I need to get done today. That kind of leads me into my one thing. And that's when I do my self journal. I look through that. I make my three targets for the day, the things I'm thankful for, the things I'm grateful for, uh, the people in my life. Um, the health that we have. Now you're ready to go seize opportunity. That's when you go exercise out, you go into your day for this month, you know, going forward, you know, for the month of January, what, what is you talked about this week, but what do you got? What what do you got big this month? Yeah. So I got, uh, I got a 22 miler. I got to get done with Tommy Blair. Shout out to Tommy Blair. He's out there running 22 miles a day for 22 days. He's on day seven. I signed up for one day with them, so I got to figure out when. Um, so I got to do that to make good on my word. I also have a uh, a half marathon I'm training for with my neighbor, which is really exciting because he's not he's not a runner. So I kind of I, I, I influenced him to pick up running. So I got to focus on that a little bit. Yeah, and then just I'm I'm, I'm focused on finishing chapter one of my dissertation. That's the goal for January. Those, those running goals and that, that, that dissertation chapter. For this month, what I got going on is, on a personal standpoint, both girls got a lot of volleyball this month. Uh, so it's, it's attending those, yeah. it's being present uh, at those with, those with the girls. From a professional standpoint, got a lot of episodes, a lot of conversations that I've already recorded that I'm working through editing. Uh, I had a great conversation the other day with Drew Morgan, a great conversation with Bailey Bolin Concanon. Uh, so I'm, I'm working through the edits on those. I got Sergeant Major Dave Pitt, All-American 7 tomorrow uh, that we'll be, we'll be having a conversation. So I'll be working through oh, that yeah. one. Uh, I'm working through uh, George Sterling and Brian Burlingame, both like my big brothers, guys that have kind of been a huge part of not only my life, but my career. And so it would be a shame to get too far uh, into these conversations without, without hearing from, from those two people that, that have influenced me you know, over the years. And then I got, you know, Colonel Turn- Rick Turner, I got um, Major General Rudd. These are the kind of people that are, that are also oh, wow. on the slate that, uh, that you got to, you know, get that battle rhythm going. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was thinking about podcasting as well. So season two is coming up for me. And, uh, you know, once I get done with the 52 episodes, that's going to constitute season one. I'm almost there. Um, and then I'm going to transition uh, and re sort of reframe the podcast and start pumping out 25 to 30 minute episodes, right? 25, 30 minute episodes. Um, and I think I want to, I have a theme around what, what that's going to be, but it's going to coincide with those book chapters I talked to you about. Yeah. So, I mean, they're going to be like, they're going to be like letters, you know, I'm going to read the letter, reflect on it and get off the stage short, concise and, uh, and get off the stage, you know? Yeah. What big decisions do you got coming up uh, over the next couple months? Uh, I know you you talk through the projects, but what what's a big decision that you got to make over the next couple months? Yeah, big decision is how to how to balance this summer with the kids and the family and this opportunity at uh, at Princeton. I think how do we balance my my son and his band camp situation during her softball efforts? If I'm going to be gone for five five weeks, right, and then my wife is, is trying to do her own practice, so the big decision is really how do I prioritize the time so that I can have either balance or harmony 
for those two summer months. Yeah. And the key to the, the key to thinking about what the big decision is, you know, looking forward is not that you got to make that decision tomorrow, but then you're constantly got it on your mind of, is there information? Is there variables? Do I see some things that are driving me towards a decision that I'm going to have to make for me? It's springing into the summer. It's how am I going to synchronize preparation for the 196th and JPMRC and taking command, synchronizing the pre-command courses with all the girls, volleyball with Ryan's graduation, with getting stateside for a couple of weeks, visiting the CTCs, JRTC and the NTC in preparation for going out to Alaska uh, to see how JPMRC runs its exercises uh, to then take command in August while still fitting in things like delivering Ryan to, to school, off to college um, and seeing everybody over the summer. So that that's yeah. the big, call it a decision, but it's more of an execution matrix of how we're going to live our life in the summer. And I'm constant and I'm prepping for that. that. Yeah, that sounds great. That's better said than, uh, than what I just kind of put out. Um, <laughs> I'm in the same synchronization. Yeah. I got to do the same thing, you know? Yeah. And you can't just take an execution matrix and like, like vomit it all out today and then follow it. It has to be constantly evolving. One, a little bit today, a little bit tomorrow, a little bit next week. What are the key do outs? What are the things I can answer in the next 20 to 30 days? What are the things I still need information on uh, in order to modify? Because there's some things that I, I want to modify about the schedule and how April, yeah. May, and June are going to go uh, and, and how I'm going to synchronize, you know, once I'm already stateside, how do I get over to JRTC while I'm already there oh, yeah. and not have to do it separately, right? And then how do I get over to Fort Moore and not just do the maneuver pre-command course, but how do I do this BCT commander course where they teach you how to fight a brigade combat team? And so there's mm-hmm. five days of that. So do I do it instead? Do I do it on top of? Do I do them back to back? Now, how do you how do you make those decisions? Do you sit down, you know, with, with Christy and you guys just kind of go over it or how, how do you, uh, how do you tend to do that? I think it's starting big to small. I think it's doing what we're doing right now, which we've, we've nailed down what we've got to do today. We've nailed down what we've got to do the rest of this week. We're ready to seize opportunities, right? But what we're doing is we're looking out into the future. We're looking at April, May, and June. We've got our calendars. We've got our months. They're starting to take shape. You know, when you got to go to pre-command course, like, so that's, that's on the schedule, but what do you do the couple days before it? What do you do on the back end? So I made sure that these things didn't, conflict with Ryan's graduation. I tried to make sure that it wouldn't conflict with delivering her to, you know, university. Um, and so now there's a little bit of space in between those. Um, and so you, you put your big blocks, you know, the, the typical, you put your big rocks in the bowl first, then you fill it in with the pebbles and then the sand will come, you know, on, on the back end. Um, so we're starting to place some of those big rocks in the months of April, May, June, July right now. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the spring because that's when the battalion command slate will get published as well. So, you know, for me, it's going to be, especially if I get Fort Liberty, it's going to be exercising some patience not to rush down there and start spying. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and getting back around the soldiers because I miss them. And um, just taking, taking a tactical pause. And then reaching out, too. I have to make this decision. You know, when do I reach out to sitting battalion commanders? I think that time is now. But to, to solicit their commander's guidance, um, their documentation, it's just kind of look through. 
and see and start to think about um, what is my vision, not getting too deep in that before I go in and, and really assess the situation and find out what kind of leader they need, need to be, not, not the leader I want to show up as, you know? I think you're already doing it. So when I said like you, the being a battalion commander is the most prepared for any duty position you'll ever have done in the, in the army, it's that you've been thinking about these things. Like when you were the brigade XO, you were soliciting the input of battalion commanders and you were getting, you know, that you were taking it firsthand. And so that's the greatest, that's the greatest feedback that you can get. What you get is good feedback from people like Brian O'Connor months and years later. Like that's the goal. Mm. That's the gold. You know, the Tom Bogianos that are going to tell you gold now, they wouldn't have told you while you were in position, right? Julian yeah. Larimer is going to tell you, Bailey Concanon going to tell you, you know, the truth later on. Um, it, it's, it's hard for people to give you the truth while it's actually happening. Yeah. You know, it's funny you say that because the three things that always come up when I think about my time watching you and Colonel Turner, Colonel Alexander, all of those, all those folks. Is who's the team player, who is consistent, and then who is approachable. Now, if you can do those three things, everything else will, will waterfall. And, and, and those three things have been reiterated to me by, by Brigadier General Baker, General Van Antwerp, yourself, all the battalion commanders, the sergeants, majors. They're all saying the same stuff. So what's on your chest right now? Always our favorite. And sometimes Sergeant Major would go, I, we need, hey, I just want to start off with get it off my chest. I got to get this off my chest. And I'll go first. I'll give, you, I'll give you a couple seconds to kind of think about it. It's that there's not enough time in every day to do all the things that everybody hopes you would do, to do all the things that people are recommending for you to do. That, and you know they're great. You know it's great advice. You know you should probably do those things. There's just mm-hmm. not enough time in every day to do all the things that everybody is asking you to do. But what you can control is the one or two things that you said, I, I got to do for myself. I got to do these things in order for me to, to, to be happy, in order for me to be fulfilled, in order for me to live a positive life. Because that's what people are going to see on the outside. They're going to see those yeah. things from you. And ultimately, at the end of the day, how you go to bed at night and how you feel at the end of the day is because did you do the things that you said in your heart, I, I got to do these things today. Like these are the things I got to do, or this is the way I want to live my life. And this is the way I want to yeah. live my day. And and if I do that, it'll ultimately, you know, people will see it. It'll be out there. I'll be happy. I'll They'll see that I'm fulfilled. That's kind of my get it off my chest. Yeah. No, thanks for sharing that. I, um, I was thinking as you were talking, because I, I got a lot of stuff to get off my chest. I, it's not too long because I can whittle this down, but like in the last two weeks, if I can be, if I can be transparent for me, what keeps coming up is this phrase that what you're doing, you're supposed to be doing and you're good enough to do it. That's what keeps playing out of my head because I've been spiraling in, in this sort of pool of inferiority complex a little bit. And so that has happened in the last two weeks. And then the other one is this idea, see, how can I word this without being too flippant or controversial about it? It's like, you know, are you black enough? I can be honest, you know, like I've had a couple people try to remind me about what I am doing. And am I talking to too many white folks? Am I not talking? That has driven me crazy in the last couple of weeks. And the thing that keeps coming up for me is you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Um, remain, remain steadfast and, and keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. So I, uh, you know, I, I tend to do a lot of my talks and my conversations 
to an audience who really don't look like me, only because those are the social circumstances that I am in. Whether it's at Duke, whether it's at Louisville, you know, I was just up in, in Philadelphia, um, and, and I'm talking to folks from Carnegie Mellon and Harvard and, and Yale and Penn, and not a lot of people look like me in these spaces. And so when I put this content out, who say that, you know, you, well, you're not doing enough for this community, you're not that enough. So you kind of feel like you're in the middle a little bit. When in reality, in my, from my perspective, I understand that we're all, we're all people. The very thing that I'm trying to work against, this idea of the social construction of race, is the very thing that's pulling me in these multiple directions. And so I have to continually remind myself that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Sometimes I, I get tired of talking about race. I absolutely do. You know, and, and so I, sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe I should spend less time talking about that stuff. And then I'll get a reminder of why I should talk about it. <laughs> so, so I keep coming back to the thing that, hey, you're doing exactly as, that you, you know, what you need to be doing. And I know this because in any circumstance that I go in, I can hold my own. Um, and I'm going back to my alma mater to do the good work, not because somebody said I didn't, but because my heart, my heart moves me to do that and to help people. I don't care what they look like, but I have a perspective and, and I, you know, I feel a need to share it. Yeah, perfect. Exactly why we do this, yeah. right? And, and the whole purpose of a morning stand-up, a morning stand-up, what's the one thing we got to get done today? Number two, what do we got to do? What, what's the, the schedule look like for today? What does the rest of your day look like? What do, what do you got to get done? What do you got to get done this week? What, who do you got to see? What meetings you got to go to? What, what things, what products do you have to get done? What do I got to do this week? Those tangible things, put them on your yeah. schedule because the schedule rule, rules. What are the big decisions that you got coming up? Whether that's this week, this month, or this quarter, but you always review those big decisions because the big decisions tell you what variables, what information do I need to go seek this week? so that I can make that decision and I'll be more confident making that decision in the future. And then number four, get it off your chest. And the reason we share these things with each other and you got to find a crew, find a couple people that you, you surround yourself with and you, and you have these conversations, these standups and gain clarity. Why, why do we share it with each other and not just put it into a journal and not just put it onto a notebook, not just write it on a whiteboard. You share it with, yeah. with other people so that they can hold each other accountable so that I can ask you yes. about it in a couple of days or in a month so that you can ask me about it. Or if you see an opportunity a couple of days from now, a month from now, you're like, Hey, I know somebody who's working on a project that, that, that might help. And the more you have these conversations with people, the more you're going to be able to help each other out. The more they'll help you, the more you'll be able to help them uh, and the, and the better life we're all going to have. Yeah. Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> Sound like you. Amen, brother. <laughs> That's right. Thanks for listening today. I hope we sparked some thoughts about the people that have inspired you to be who you are today. I hope you share some of your thoughts and better yet demonstrate them for the people in your life. Our pursuit is to get a little bit better every day. Progress equals small victories stacked on top of each other, building like compound interest. Keep stacking these positive habits, habits like getting up early, working your butt off, learning something new, being positive, and surrounding yourself with phenomenal people. Please share your comments at the links in the show notes and DM us at Teach Me to Fish podcast on Instagram or Facebook. Looking forward to our next conversation. 
I've been thinking about that too. Like how to how to maintain momentum going into the new year, and how to leverage um, the the small victories, right, coming out of 2023, and how to maintain that consistency and momentum. So uh, I've been thinking a lot about that, and, and I realize that less is more. So when I sit down to do my, my 2024 goals. And what are those yeah, four so things? Number one. What are those big four? My dissertation. <laughs> the second goal is to finish my book manuscript because I'm yeah. writing the book at the same time. Goal three has to do with family and making family more of a priority. The other goal is to get this uh, teaching gig at Princeton this mm-hmm. summer. So we'll see. So those, those are the four things that I'm really looking to do. And if I can get those four things done, then it's going to be great. Yeah, teach, and coach, what a mentor. What great year if I can do that. Uh, that that's, it just so happens I kind of bucketed mine into uh, number one, family. Sustain family. Sustain the way we've been doing things. Number two, health. Number three, relationships that I have with, with folks and people and, and the people that are in our life. And then number four is uh, is contribution. And as I as I looked into I looked into each of those, you know, family ultimately be the example of the, of the dad, the husband, the the person, the friend that that I want to be for people. Mm. So just demonstrate it. 